what began as an experiment to bring my 11-year-old daughter into my business has evolved into Our Young Creators, a podcast, a training center, and a movement dedicated to equipping kids with real-world marketable skills so that they can fund their own brighter futures. We're here to inspire you to turn consumption time on devices into creation time and use technology as a tool to bond and not bicker with your kids. Join us each week as we share the inner workings of our partnership and bring you stories from guests of all ages and from all walks of life on our quest to nurture and to celebrate our young creators. Hello, everyone, and happy Thursday. I am so glad you're tuning in live or catching the replay. As you're tuning in, I would love to know where you are tuning in from today. I'm currently in my home base in northeastern Nevada, and it's a blustery, yucky kind of day. We're expecting some snow, but it has been super, super windy around here today. I am glad you're here today because we are talking about something that I've been thinking a lot about lately, and that is this idea of, or this question of, how do we teach our kids to make a bigger impact? Before we get there, I wanted to take a quick minute to introduce myself to you if we haven't already met yet. My name is Young Pratt, and for the past 17 years, I've been a performing arts studio owner. I've recently transitioned into a new adventure, and that is being the chief dreamer, an author, and podcaster right here at Our Young Creators. Here at OYC, we are committed to helping equip kids with real-world skills so that they can not only create their own brighter futures, but they can fund them in the process. So far this week, I've been really talking about stepping in to our fears, doing it scared, and making a bigger impact as a parent and as a business owner. I wanted to take a couple steps back, though, and talk about what this idea is like for our kids. When our kids are little, we encourage them to do lots of things, to join lots of different groups and organizations and activities in the hopes that they find what they really like to do, that they find things they're passionate about, and maybe they find something they want to spend the rest of their lives doing. 
as parents, we take this responsibility seriously and expose our kids to lots of different activities, events, and individuals. And for most of us, we're sending our kids off to school to learn. And there's so many great skills to be learned in school. However, I think that something that I find a bit lacking in my own kids' experience is teaching our kids how to show up bigger, how to be proactive in their lives, and what it means to serve others and share their gifts with the world. Years ago, there was a time when we made the choice to homeschool our kids, and we did that for about a year and a half. And my oldest was at kind of a transition point where it was time for her to enter into middle school, and we weren't sure what we wanted to do. Did we want to still keep her at home? Did we want to put her in school so she could experience some of those extracurricular activities that we couldn't provide for her? And we made the choice as a family to send both of our daughters back to public school. My oldest did really well. We really found more information about how she liked to learn. And at the time, I was doing a lot of research on multiple intelligences and different ways we all learn. And what I discovered with her is that she is my social butterfly. For her to excel and really be in an environment where she is stimulated and she's productive and happy, she needs to be surrounded by people. That buzz of energy, that chit-chatting in the background, the noises that happen in a classroom are the things that drove her to learn better. So she did really, really well and has been doing well since then. My youngest at the time was in second grade when we sent her back after the homeschooling journey, and it was a bit of a different experience for her. She was in a classroom where she all of a sudden was not able to do her work or perform her best for a couple of reasons. One of which was her classroom was extremely noisy. And she, like me, is very much an intrapersonal learner. We work from within, we're self-motivated, we like things to be quiet and be able to explore in our own time. So being in that classroom setting wasn't super great for her, so we had to make some changes. And I kept getting notifications from teachers as well as she's going through elementary school that, hey, your daughter doesn't really socialize well with other people. When she goes to recess, she likes to sit in the corner and read her book. Now, of course, being her mom and running a performing arts school, I knew that she had a ton of friends and they were really, really close. Sleepovers, all sorts of playdates were happening, but the school didn't see it because it happened outside of their purview. It happened outside of their school day. So they just thought that's how she was all the time. And they kept telling me there was a problem. 
She needs to learn to socialize. She needs to learn to make friends. Maybe we need to get her some help and get her some skills in this particular area. And this, my friends, is one of the things I struggle with a bit with school, is that rather than focusing on what our kids are great at and how they show up in a brilliant way already, we're being told as parents that there's a deficiency. They're not performing the way they should in a particular area. Maybe it's a particular subject, or in our case, it, they saw it to be a social skill. She was lacking that skill. But of course, as her mama, I knew better. And having written a book and talked extensively about it on my podcast, I knew there was nothing to worry about. So I really had to take it into my own hands, and my husband was included, of course, in this process. We really had to take a step back and analyze what it was that we could do as parents to help our kids show up in a way that satisfied their teachers and the administration, but also satisfied who they were and what we knew they could do. So we had to start really talking about their strengths and how they could use their strengths to create something of their own, whether it was through an art project, an English assignment, a science project, whatever it was, we always needed to find the positive in that so that we could focus on that rather than the school's end result and the impact the school wanted them to make. Because as parents, we know that our kids are capable of doing so much more than they're given credit for often, even at school. Even if they're performing brilliantly in school, they're sometimes just not given opportunities to take their passions, to take those gifts and talents, and to show up in a bigger way and make a bigger impact, a bigger splash, so they know who they are and what they have to offer is special, but also just to show up in a bigger way and step into the person we know they can be without the structure of what the school kind of sees as their trajectory, right? They kind of see the trajectory of our kids going like this. So if we're at this point and all of a sudden the school sees a dip, they're trying to fix this rather than pushing our kids to accelerate what they're already great at. So my request for you today is for you to take a step back as a parent and evaluate the ways in which your kids are showing up. Are there gifts and talents that aren't being recognized at school? If so, how can we have a conversation with our kids' teachers and say, look, I know you're looking for this in school and I understand that they have to meet a certain number or score. However, I know my kid is really great over here. How can we bring this into his or her learning so that we can take this skill over here, which the school sees as a deficiency, and elevate that to the next level? It's really just a matter of backtracking and figuring out and 
outsmarting, I guess is a, a way to put this, outsmarting the school system so that our kids are learning to appreciate their own skills and talents for what they're worth and what they could provide to the world rather than just focusing on that test score or that achievement in an academic subject. Because of course, for me as a parent, I want my child to love learning, not just be great at filling in the blanks and learning to take a test. For me, the true point of education is to instill this curiosity in them, to help them know that it's okay to question things. It's okay to not want to fit in with everybody else. It's okay to take a different path. Because when I was a kid, I always felt like I was on the outside because what my friends wanted to do, where they were going, is not necessarily what I wanted to be doing. The way they scored on tests was certainly not where I was on test, but there was no one in my life who understood that it was okay not to score 100%. It was okay to make mistakes. And it was okay not to be in the normal range when it came to testing because the tests really only focus on two strengths. As a researcher, I know that there are at least seven ways we can all learn and relate to the world. So the schools are teaching and testing to two of those. So if I can find out where my kids' strengths are, and maybe they match up with those two, that's awesome. But if, for instance, they are a kinesthetic learner and they like to be up and moving, they like to experience, that's where I find myself. As a dancer, this definitely makes sense for me to understand someone's choreography. I need to learn it in my own body. I need to work through each step. I need to do it to make sure I understand it enough to go and perform it. So if you have a kid who is like that, maybe you're being told they're too rambunctious in class. Maybe they're not sitting still enough. And let's face it, as an adult, I have a heck of a time sitting still and often spend most of my days standing or moving from room to room because I need that new perspective to help me process information. I need to stand and move to process that information. So as a parent today, I want you to take a step back and be an observer, be a scientist. Figure out ways that we can really elevate our kids' skills and experiences and the way they like to relate to the world and elevate those so that that becomes the norm. That who they are and what they bring to the table is celebrated. It's not bad that they have different skills. It is not inferior that they're not in a certain class. It is just their own growth curve. They need to know that they can create a life and 
develop into a person who can then serve others. And it starts with us. We need to uplift them. We need to model for them the way that we can succeed in life is by learning to serve others. And in serving others, we show up as our best selves. And when we show up as our best selves, we can impact more people. So friends, if you have kids, I would love to know what you can do today to help celebrate your kids, raise that to the next level, and then show them how they can make an impact in not only their lives, but in school and to the world. Let me know what you come up with and how that plays out for you in the comments below. I would love to walk this journey right alongside of you. Okay, my friends, that wraps it up for today. I've gone on far longer today than I normally do. I appreciate you tuning in live or on the replay. Before you head out on the rest of your day, I want to ask you a question. What are you going to do with what you've learned on this podcast? Are you going to store it inside of your phone and have it there as a reminder of things you want to do? Or are you going to take action? If your answer is taking action, then I invite you to join us inside of Ninja School. We just opened the doors last week, and this program was developed because of all of the questions we kept getting asked about how the heck do we get our message on so many different platforms. Inside of Ninja School, it's all about taking massive action. Not only are we going to learn the tactical aspects of incorporating some tools and software into our businesses, we're also going to dive into a bit of strategy so that there is a reason why you're sharing your message and you're wanting to get it on more platforms. Now look, I know summer is coming up and you probably want to work a little bit less inside of your business. I totally get it. And if that is you, you definitely want to join us in Ninja School because we're going to learn to automate the process of getting our message on multiple platforms. And we're talking 50 plus. And we're going to be able to do it in less time than you're probably taking right now to get on just a handful. If this sounds like something you're ready to incorporate into your business to free up time and to reach more people, then my friends, I invite you to head over to bit.ly forward slash OYC Ninja. And I look forward to helping you holding your hand, and taking massive action together. Head over to bit.ly slash OYC Ninja. Cheers, my friends.